Good morning, Boker Tov, Buenos Dias, Sabah Lecher. This is Shanna Fold here from Tel Aviv with the Israel Daily News Podcast, the only English daily news podcast coming out of Israel. I'm here to give you the daily headlines so you can get caught up quickly. Today is Monday, August 17th, 2020. Let's get to the news. Well, I was able to get it into the newsletter for Friday, but boy, oh boy, the news of the UAE or United Arab Emirates normalizing diplomatic relations with Israel was a big surprise on Thursday afternoon. The diplomacy was orchestrated through the United States and comes in exchange for Israel putting a pause on extending sovereignty into Judea and Samaria or annexing the West. West Bank, whichever language works for you. Now, a leading billionaire businessman from the UAE is talking about opening flights between his airline and Israel. Ahmed Al-Habtour has been pushing for this collaboration for a long time, and he told Channel 13 in an interview that he expects other countries to follow suit. Economists predict Israeli exports to the UAE could reach 300 to 500 million dollars a year with UAE investments to Israel at about 350 million dollars a year. Habtur said while many see this as a betrayal of the Palestinians, he thinks it could help them get more work if they would stop playing roles at quote the loser theater. Well, that's a statement. He also called the UAE the land of opportunity and said he sees this as a chance for business and for tourists who would like to visit. He says it's a very rich country with a lot of variety. Yesterday, phone service between the UAE and Israel was opened. Israeli news websites were unblocked. The foreign ministers of both countries had a call and reportedly an agreement for the two countries to team up in an effort to conduct coronavirus research was signed. Oman, Bahrain, and Sudan are three countries expected to potentially pick up a normalization deal for themselves as well. Iran is coming down hard on the UAE, saying if anything happens in the Persian Gulf, Iran will hold the UAE responsible. The Emirates is the third country to create diplomacy with Israel behind Egypt and Jordan. Violence continues in Gaza as the IDF hit Hamas observation posts on Sunday. The Israeli Defense Force released a statement saying the attacks are in response to incendiary balloons being flown over the border and rockets being launched at the country. The IDF tweeted it had struck a military compound used to store ammunition for those rockets. That was Sunday. The missiles sounded alarms at 1 a.m. for Israelis living in communities on the border, which sent them running for bomb shelters. One man was treated for hurting himself in glass. Israel also responded by officially closing off a fishing zone that it had previously said would be limited to half the size. A teenage Palestinian man has been shot and wounded after attempting to throw a Molotov cocktail at a sacred site, Rachel's tomb. The tomb of the great matriarch is located in the West Bank in Bethlehem, but technically belongs to Israel due to a barrier that was built around it for protection. It is believed this is where Rachel, the favorite wife of Jacob from the Bible, was buried. 
Arabic media reports that the man was 18 years old and went to the hospital for being shot in the leg. Before we move on, I have a question. What does Israel mean to you? Send me a message. Also, sign up for the Israel Weekly News Wrap using the link in the show notes. I'll put the details of the responses from our questions each week into the newsletter. So sign up and print it out before Shabbat if you're going to observe and be turning off your electronics. This past weekend, I turned off my electronics, as I always do, and I went to the north to stay in a campsite in a Druze village. It was a last-minute decision with some friends and we camped out under the stars. It was very lovely. The Israel Daily News podcast has been approached by Audible, the audiobooks, podcast, and all things audio sector of Amazon. I recommend the app to my listeners because it's 100% the future of media. So sign up using the trial, audibletrial.com. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E. T-R-I-A-L.com backslash Israel Daily News. The trial is free. Let me know what you choose to listen to, and then let's talk about it on the show. That link is also in the show notes, so you can find it there. Restrictions to keep people safe from coronavirus are easing up in Israel. Beginning today, 20 people will be allowed in a room and 30 permitted for a gathering so long as it's outdoors. The ministry also announced a list of countries that will be allowed to enter Israel without a 14-day quarantine. That includes Austria, Italy, Estonia, Bulgaria, the UK, Georgia, Germany, and Denmark, plus a slew of others. Four countries, including Bulgaria, Croatia, Montenegro, and four parts of Greece, are newly accepting visitors from Israel. So it seems some more local vacations might start up. Rub-a-dub-dub, what do we use in the tub? Soap. Yes, I came up with that one on my own. And a recent announcement from the Israel Antiquities Authority sheds light on an ancient soap factory that was operating in Israel's Negev 1,200 years ago. Today, it's in the Bedouin city of Rahat, but it used to be a wealthy compound during the Islamic period. Hundreds of volunteers and local Bedouins teamed up for this excavation, which found that the fat base of the soap was made from olive oil instead of pig or other animal fats, which are often used for soap. That's because, like Jews, Muslims cannot ingest pig. The site is believed to have been run by a wealthy family that produced the soap and possibly even exported it. An early mosque was uncovered in that area as well, and it's considered to be one of the world's oldest versions of the House of Prayer. And like many archaeological finds in Israel, this site was uncovered when authorities began looking into the framework for a new neighborhood that they want to erect in that area. Plans for a community center and a souvenir shop are in the works with the idea of selling olive oil soap and having visitors play two ancient board games that were discovered during the excavation. Ah, The classic board game while you wait for your soap to liquefy in a shallow pool for seven days and then harden for ten days. Yes, that's how they did it. And in the end, you'd cut the soap into bars. I can see why you might need some board games at hand for the process. Very cool story. 
All right. Well, that's it for today's news. Today is Monday, August 17th, 2020. We've got a low of 23 and a high of 32 degrees Celsius in Tel Aviv. That's 74 degrees Fahrenheit for the low going up to 89 degrees in the central city. It is very hot here. Thanks for getting caught up with me. And don't forget... Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. I am everywhere. Don't forget to send in your answer to this week's question, which is, what does Israel mean to you? I'll send you off into the beginning of this glorious week with Lee Eller. She's a singer, songwriter, actress, originally from New York, but living here in Israel. Come out is about treading between the desire to showcase all the gifts that have been bestowed upon us while grappling with the confusion of how to go about doing so and the fear of racing against the clock. That was her description that she sent to me. Think about that. I was introduced to Eller through a musical support group here in Tel Aviv called Hounds of Love. Have a great and productive day. Looking right at you A silhouette They're talking about you Figuring out what's so hard to get And setting around you White spaces